August 15th, 1965, Ed Sullivan said the words that started one of the most amazing concerts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, honored by their country, decorated by their queen, and loved here in America, here are the Beatles. Joining us on the lawn line is a guy, well, he runs the improv in Cleveland, Dave Swenson. Dave, you've written six books on this subject, and now you've written the definitive book on the Beatles at Shea Stadium. Now, yeah, you're saying, what you're saying is I don't work that hard at the improv. I got all this free time, right? <laughs> God. I was, was going to say six books, and it's becoming an obsession with you, is it? No, it's what I love to do. You know, I shut off the TV and I write. Oh, so, man. Yeah, it's just one book leads into the next. But yeah, that's my newest book you mentioned, The Beatles at Shea Stadium. just came out. And that was in that was in New York uh, back in, the, well, 65, yeah. Oh, way before and, our time. Yeah, yeah. Way before you and me. But yeah, August 15th, 1965. It's probably one of the most oh. famous uh, concerts. It's right up there with Woodstock and uh, Monterey yeah. and um, Altamont and, um, you know, Shea Stadium yeah. with the yeah. Beatles. That was the first. Well, now, Dave, you've worked on the book for a while? Yeah, it took me three years to do this one. Wow. Uh, lots of research, lots of rewrites, lots of finding new information. It's really like playing detective. What, what was the one thing that surprised you or you found out during writing this book. I guess the mo one that was the most fun to find out, most interesting to me, were that, was that the, uh, the Rolling Stones were in the dressing room with the Beatles at Shea Stadium before they went on stage. <laughs> and I've got a picture in the book. It's very cool. It's yeah. uh, right before uh, the Beatles run out onto the, the field at Shea right. Stadium. To, you know, it's 55,600 people screaming at them. Wow. Uh, they're getting ready in the dugout. They're waiting for Ringo, who was behind them. And there's a, a picture there of uh, Mick Jagger, George Harrison, um, John Lennon, uh, and Bobby Vinton. Uh, <laughs> he, was, he was with them, too, back there. Um, but also with the Beatles' future manager, Alan Klein. <laughs> so, so that so was fun. Yeah, Mick, Mick and Keith were there, yeah. and uh, they left uh, about ten minutes into the show because they just couldn't hear anything. They wanted to hear oh. the music. All they heard was screaming, and so they took off. Did you ever run into what uh, what it cost to bring the Beatles into Shea Stadium? Oh, you know, yeah, I have all that in the book. Uh, I'm not good at remembering figures, but oh. I'll tell you right now, they wanted uh, the Beatles got 60 percent okay. of the growth, or I think it was a flat fee, $100,000 or something. Wow. Um, but they wanted a $50,000 deposit before oh. the promoters, Sid Bernstein, could even advertise this car. He was not even allowed to advertise it until the Beatles got their deposit. Oh. But he asked Beatles manager Brian Epstein, he said, can I talk about it? And he yeah. said, well, I can't stop you from talking about this. So he went to the village in New York City, and the kids all knew him because he brought in all the big concerts at that time, the Rolling Stones, the Moody Blues, the Kinks, uh, Herman yeah. Hermits, Dave Clark Five. Uh, and they went up to him, they said, you know, Mr. Bernstein, what do you have going next? He says, well, the Beatles at Shea Stadium on August 15th. <laughs> and he gave them all his... He got a P.O. box in New York. He gave yeah. the P.O. box address. And he said he waited about three weeks, uh, went over, opened up the P.O. box. Anyway, they dragged out three big bags of mail for him, oh. people ordering tickets. Wow. And the, the reason I said that was because uh, the deposit was due January 19th, 1965. And uh, instead of giving him the deposit, Sid Bernstein went up to the Plaza Hotel and gave Brian Epstein full payment. Uh, Paid him in full. Hey, where can folks get the book? Uh, you know, it's on Amazon.com. Yep. You can go on there, and it's on all the uh, uh, e-book formats, uh, Kindle, Nook, uh, iTunes, 
Okay, Barnes mm-hmm. and Noble. Uh, it's all over the place. Hey, who do you want off your lawn, Dave? Well, you know what? I'll tell you what I want off my lawn because, you know, we talked about my book, How to Be a Working Comic, and I'm a right. comedy coach, and I believe humor, and you believe the same way, Brian. Mm-hmm. I know you because we talked about this. Yep. Humor, how important is that in our world, okay? Especially with all the stress and everything going on. There are humorless people out there. Who don't have a sense of humor. You know, I mean, I, I've gone out, I talk to schools, I talk to colleges, and we talk about the importance of humor, uh, creativity, breaking the ice, building relationships, all that kind of stuff. And I can sit there, every time I do this, I can sit there and see one or two people, the, the yeah. grinches, the grumps, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, bah humbug, we don't yeah. need this, just show me the dollar signs. Well, you yeah. know, that's not how the world goes around. <laughs> but guess what? Humorless people... Get off my lawn. Dave Swenson, thanks very much, buddy. Thank you very much. It's great, always great talking with you. A lot of fun. Music history at BeatlesSheaStadium.com. I'm Brian Cox. Radio.